gotta go. I'm You're listening to KAYT 88.1 FM, Gina Alexandria, 98.9 FM, Monroe, West Monroe, 92.5 FM, Shreveport, Greenwood, 100.1 FM, Lake Charles, and KQJO 99.3 FM, St. Joseph, Louisiana, Natchez, Mississippi. This is Cora Gibson. This message is based upon God's love, according to St. John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Good morning. Today I'm coming to you from Mark chapter 11, verses 25 and 26. That's Mark chapter 11, verses 25 and 26, talking about forgiveness. And it reads as follows, verse 25. And when you stand praying, forgive, if you have an ought against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive you your, forgive your trespassing. You know, when or whenever you stand praying, you know, standing is not the only posture for praying. We can kneel, we can even lay prostrate. But however you pray, the scripture is letting us know that when you stand praying, you have to be able to forgive or to forgive. You know, forgiving is a condition that an individual must meet before praying or being heard. In other words, when we go to God in prayer, we have to have forgiven whoever has committed any offense toward us or against us. You know, an unforgiving spirit will interfere with the power of prayer. And it's important for us to understand God forgives his us but we are crisis for Christ's sake. You know, Ephesians 4 and 32 say, And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. So other words, when we're talking about being kindness, being considerate, being good, treat people the way we want to be treated, tenderhearted, have compassion, even that person that may have offended you, have hurt you, whatever have caused you any pain, treat that person the way you want to be treated. You know, I, that's the way I try to live my life. I try to treat people the way I want to be treated. But then when we talk about forgiveness, you know, it's a to pardon, to cease, to bear resentment against, to excuse for a fault or an offense. You know, so to forgive means to no longer be angry with that person or the people. You know, when we talk about pardon, it means to renounce or renounce anger or resentment. And then when we talk about renounce, it means to give up, to reject, to refuse, to put aside. So in other words, 
Let's put aside all unforgiveness. No matter what that person or those people have done, what they've said, how they've treated you, treat them the way you would like to be treated. You know, the scripture tells us that if we do not forgive, God will not forgive our sins. And you know, when I read that, I began to think, you know, what if a person dies and they have unforgiveness and resentment in their heart and God did not forgive him or her for their sins? You know, I began to think, where will they spend eternity? And I thought about my mother. She used to tell us, she said, dying is not the problem, but it's where you're going to spend eternity. So in the Bible, all will also tell us, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. In other words, don't go to bed angry. Don't go to bed with resentment. Get it taken care of before you lay down to go to bed. You know, but when you are praying, first forgive anyone. And holding a grudge and holding a grudge against them, so that your Father in heaven will forgive you. So we are to forgive any and everyone that has offended, injured, caused pain or suffering. We cannot hold a grudge or have unforgiveness, but we have to forgive. That's scripture. You know, a forgiving spirit shows that one is a true follower of Christ. You know, number one, God was, uh, Jesus forgave. He forgave what they did. He even forgave us before we were ever born because he knew we were going to be born into a world of sin. We were born sinners, but he came and he died before we ever were born because he loved us and he forgave us. And if we're Christian, born again believers, we have to follow Jesus Christ's example. You know, Forgiveness is an order. We have to forgive, especially if we want to be forgiven. And God knows in heaven, I want to be forgiven. I don't want to die and go to hell. I think about that all the time, trying to keep myself, my soul right with God. There's nothing more important in this world other than pleasing God. Hallelujah. Pleasing God. But you know, Luke 17 and 4 say, if a brother trespasses against thee, Seven times in a day, seven times in a day, forgive him. And then Matthew 18, I mean, verse 21 through and 22, Peter asked Jesus a question. He said, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times, Jesus answered him, not seven, not seven times, but 70 times seven. So if that person come to you as many times as he she, they come to you, we have to forgive them. You know, a lot of times we'll say, I'm tired of them. They keep asking me to forgive them, telling me they're sorry, but they keep doing the same thing over and over. But here we see the scriptures telling us we have to forgive. If they come all through the day, regardless of what they've done, regardless of what they are saying, we still have to forgive them. In order for us to be forgiven, we have to forgive that individual or those people. Remember, when we pray, if we have not forgiven, God will not forgive us. You know, no matter what or who causes the offense, no matter how many times it happens, no matter how painful the offense is, we have to forgive. 
And I know that sounds like a lot. There are some that are being hurt deeply, and you know, and they feel it like, I can't do it. But you know, you can do it. You can do it with the help of God. You know, Ephesians 4 and 31 say, let all bitterness and wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking, be put away from you with all malice. You know, we have to realize this scripture is telling us that no matter what, we cannot have bitterness, we can't have malice, we can't have all of these things because we, we are children of God and we have to get rid of it. We have to get rid of it. And you know, when we've learned to forgive or we forgive, it helps the healing. We are healed, and I'm speaking from experience. When you forgive, that's when your healing takes place. You know, when it talks about malice, malice, a vicious intent or desire of one person to hurt another, it is contrary to, to love. In other words, that's talking about getting even. If you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you. But we cannot do that as born-again believers. We have to show the world that we are God's children. And how do we show the world that we belong to God is through forgiveness. You know, then we talk about retaliation. Retaliation is forbidden. You know, Proverbs 20 and 22 say, Say not thou, I will recompense evil, but won't wait on the Lord, and he shall save thee. You know, other words, what this, this is telling us is don't, don't say, I'm going to pay you back or I'm going to get even. We don't do evil for evil. We don't get even. You know, I've heard people say, I'm going to get him, I'm going to get her if that's the last thing I do. But that is not of God. We cannot get even. We can't even walk around and have that evil thoughts in our mind. Because, you know, the Bible tells us that, in Deuteronomy 32 and 35, it said, Vengeance is mine, said the Lord. So we don't have to get even. You know, God is going to take care of us. He has our back covered. We are his. He's going to take care of us. He may not come when we think we should, he should come. But one thing for sure, he's going to come, and he's always on time. You know, remember, whether you are crying Crying now, hard hurting, aching, deep pain, been mistreated, been abused, been talked about, been lied on, whatever the situation, or even if you cried in the past, Psalm 56 and 8, say, Thou tellest my wondering, put thou my tears into thy bottom, are they not in thy book? My living Bible's quoted this way. You have seen my tossing and turning through the night. You have collected all my tears and preserved them in your bottle. You have recorded every one in your book. God sees and he knows all. God sees your tears. Not only does he see the tears, our tears are important to him. We belong to him. We are his kids. So you know what? Let go and let God. Let God take care of it. Because can nobody do it the way God do it? Because when we step in and try to do it, we always mess up. You know, and this is another good reason why we should forgive. 
You know, God not only sees the tears, but he sees what you're going through or have gone through, but he sees not only does he see the tears, not only does he see the pain that you're going through, but listen to this. God also sees the people or the person that's inflicting or causing the offense. You forgive that person, put them in the hands of God, and God will deal with it according to his will. I'm telling you, I'm telling you from a for fact. I'm not telling you from hearsay. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you, let me t be transparent with you. I went through something for a long time, and I born again believer, but I couldn't forgive this person that hurt and hurt and hurt and hurt me for a long time. Every time I would see this individual, the anger, the resentment would come up. One morning I was in my study, and I began to cry. I mean literally cry, boo, telling God, God, I don't want unforgiveness in my heart. I've tried, but I can't do it. I need you to help me. And God helped me. God delivered me from unforgiveness. And when I see this individual, it's like I've never, she has never done anything to me. But, you know, God is a God, and he hears our prayers. He hears, he, he hears our sincerity, and God will, and he can take care of any problem. He is God all by himself. He's omnipresent. He's omnipotent. He's omniscient. He's immutable today. God is not going to change his word for anyone. We have to line up according to the word of God. God will hear you. God will deliver you. But we have to be sincere in what we're doing. God will take care of every problem. Just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. You know, another thing that happened to me, my son got killed nine months ago. And I thank God, many times I prayed, God, I want that instant forgiveness. And when my son got killed, it hurt, it still hurt, I still shed tears. But I thank God, the young man that killed my child, I've never had one angry moment. I've never wished anything on him. Matter of fact, I pray for him, asking God to protect him while he's being locked up, to deal with his heart give him a soft heart, change him, let him come out and be a man of God and serve him. I'm telling you, and what I'm doing, I'm not patting myself on the back because this is expected of me. I have done nothing that's extraordinary. God help me and he'll help you. You know, but let's get on our knees and let us pray. Let us seek God. Let us talk to God. Tell God that we need to, that spirit of forgiveness, and he will give it to us. I'm coming to a close again. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. So you die, so you will rise. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Get things right. Get it right with that person. Get it right with those people, and then put the rest in the hands of God. Be a forgiven person. Pray for the spirit of forgiveness. Be blessed. God bless you. Hope you enjoyed this program. If you would like a copy of this message or would like prayer, please call 318-473-4539. 
Please join me at this time next week. I would like to invite you to our church service, Tuesday night Bible study, 7 p.m., Wednesday noonday prayer, 12 to 1 p.m., Sunday morning worship, 11 a.m., and that's Rebirth Ministries, 1226 MacArthur Drive, Alexandria, Louisiana, 318-769-1994. John Belvin, Sr., Pastor. The Unstoppable Wade, Unstoppable Wade, uh-uh-uh-uh. Right now is a challenging time for the world, but especially here in Louisiana. We live large in Louisiana, and when it comes to our diet and health, that's not always a good thing. We've learned that COVID-19 attacks weaknesses in people's immune systems. That's why we want you to use your head and stop the spread. You can call the Keep Calm Through COVID hotline at 866-310-7977 or learn more by going to coronavirus.la.gov. It's time to get serious, Louisiana. We can beat this. Hello, this is CJ from the Boom Boom Room giving you important information about the COVID-19 virus. Listen to and follow the directions of your state and local authorities. If you feel sick, stay home. Do not go to work. Contact your medical provider. If someone in your household has tested positive, keep the entire household at home. Do not go to work. Contact your medical provider. If you are an older person, stay home and away from people. If you're a person with a serious underlying health condition that can put you at increased risk, for example, a condition that impairs your lung or heart function or weakens your immune system, stay home and away from other people. This is CJ. Please do the right thing. For more information, you can go to cdc.gov, a PSA from KYTKQJO. We have just successfully elected two black men for U.S. Senate in Mississippi. Through voting, we have ensured that 80% of our state representatives here in the U.S. South are either black or Native American. Sounds like wishful thinking? In the 1870s, this was actually the history we made through grassroots organizing, and we used the U.S. Census to do it. Coming out of slavery, we organized for black political power, and the census count in 1870 allowed for for the creation of the first majority minority districts in U.S. history. These new districts allowed for a radical change in who represented us in the Senate, Congress, and state houses. In 2020, we will again have an opportunity to take part in the census and make sure every adult and child in our household is counted. Ensuring an accurate count during the U.S. Census is part of our black history. Let's make history again by making sure everyone we know it's counted. Hi, this is Greg Phillips inviting you to join me weekday nights, Tuesday through Friday. That's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. right here on KAYT. It's the Junk Chart Party. Don't miss it. Your favorite blues, Zonico, Adult R&B, Old School, and so much more, the Junk Chart Party. It's only here on KAYT. KAYT, Shreveport Greenwood, 92.5.
Cause my world does need change In Jesus' name That's Jermaine Dolly along with Miranda Curtis. It's called Pull Us Through. It's the best gospel music in the entire country. You'll hear it right here on the Wade Hampton Show. All right. Thursday morning, it's the 10 o'clock hour. We welcome you to the program today. 
It's password day on the 7th of May. You know, passwords are strange, they're complex, they're everywhere, and we forget them far more than is absolutely healthy for us. No, we're not talking about anniversaries. We're talking about passwords. We use them to secure the most private parts of our lives, to help protect our finances, our health records, our emails. World Password Day reminds us of the importance of these little crypto keys and the role that they play in making sure we keep track of our own lives here on Password Day. All right, we're looking for a word or words that begin with the letters D-E-L as we continue to play the word game.
good morning. Who's this on the phone? Good morning. This is Miss Bertha Page from Monroe, Louisiana. Well, good morning, Miss Bertha Page. It's such a pleasure to have you here in the ham camp. Thank you. All right, we're looking for a word or words that begin with D E L. Delicious. Which is, I'm sure, your cooking is like. Yes, I am. <laughs> and this apple is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ms. Bertha Page. Listen, thank you for being on the show this morning. You are a blessing. Okay, thank you, and you have a nice day. You too. K-A-Y-T, Monroe, West Monroe, 98.9. New music now. Some things didn't go how you dream. You can do better. 